you have any belief that you stand a chance to win this nomination, let alone the presidency? Most of the people that are in elective office in Washington, D.C. have held public office before. How's that working for you? Herman Cain, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us, because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Hey, Herman. How you doing today? I'm great. Understand that there's been another incident at Fort Meade? Yeah, Fort Meade is a, uh, a facility, a military facility in between D.C. and Baltimore, where the National Security Agency is housed there, among other things. Uh, it's a sprawling military it's an old base. I, I hesitate to call it that now, but it's a military installation used by the NSA and other military agencies. And from the video from uh, local TV news helicopters, there was clearly some kind of incident at the gate in which it looks like there are two SUVs that are badly damaged. One is clearly local base security, and the other one, a dark one, supposedly was trying to get through the gates and get into the uh, facility. It looks like the two may have even hit each other and crashed, and there was uh, there were shots fired by, well, we're not sure whether it was just base security or these two people that were in this SUV. Now, local news is reporting that, uh, and it's been confirmed here on the APY, Preliminary reports indicate one person is dead. There's a white sheet on the ground covering what looks like from above to be a body, but we don't know that for sure. But maybe one of the two people in this gate crashing was shot and killed. Was it terrorism? Well, the only thing that I'm I'm wondering about that is uh, one local news report that I just listened in on said all this is being turned over to local county police. And if that's the case, Herman, that doesn't tell me that it's terrorism related but obviously it makes you wonder when it's uh, outside the gates of the facility that houses the national security agency now for those who not familiar with that facility it's as i said housed at fort meade and there are several rings herman of uh, that you'd have to go through it's not just like hey i'll go through the front gates and i'm knocking on the front door of the NSA. You've got to go a ways to get there. So uh, if, if they were trying to do that, they certainly had a lot more work to do. But that seems to, to that's one thing that's happening here in D.C. right now. Was the person shot at the first gate, first ring? That's what it looks like. Um, uh, you can see from above the helicopter video of the long road coming up to a gate there. And again, there's a the white sheet on the ground that looks like it's covering what could be a body. And again, um, it's just not clear overall whether or not. I mean, it, we had an incident like this back, I think it was 22 years ago, if I remember correctly, 93, outside of the CIA over in Virginia, where a guy drove up to the line of cars that were getting into the CIA and pumped a bunch of bullets into some of those cars and killed a Gee. few people. And luckily, it wasn't a lot more, actually, as it could have been. So we have had incidents like that around here in D.C., but... You know, again, this was evidently some kind of SUV trying to get through the gates in a dispute with the people who were guarding. It turned violent in some way, but again, we're not sure whether it's quote-unquote terrorism-related or not. Now, did they, meaning the military, or didn't they pass some resolution or ordinance that 
military people on bases could not carry their weapons with them, or can they carry their weapons with them? Uh, I don't remember what the what because the disposition of that was. Uh, you're talking in the aftermath of Fort Hood, if I exactly. remember correctly. Exactly. And I don't remember what they did with that. This is uh, obviously with uh, the NSA at this facility, there's a lot of security and a lot of people who are around. And uh, in order to get into the SA, NSA, you have to go through several checkpoints before you finally get to the building. Right. Now, with Congress out this week, there's still... And next a, week. And next week, there's still a lot of, uh, quote-unquote, what, committee meetings and conference calls, and they're still working on stuff. It just doesn't come to a complete stop, does it? Do you think it does? Uh, no. Well, for some of them, yes. <laughs> you can follow them on their Twitter feeds or on social media. They're out doing... Uh, events in the district. Oh, that's right. That's Others, right. Uh, as I like to say, go into hibernation and don't seem to do very much and, and take a little time off. We do have some CODELs, as they're called, congressional delegations traveling abroad. I saw Speaker Boehner and a number of other lawmakers are over in the Middle East. Uh, he's in uh, Jordan, the last I saw from the Speaker's office. Uh, let's see, in Jordan, Boehner delegation discussions focus on Iranian-backed violence and growing terrorist threat. Also, uh, Nancy Pelosi over in the Middle East as well. I don't think she's on the same trip with the Speaker, but there are a group of lawmakers from both parties who are over there right now. And I've seen some tweets from a couple of members, too, who have been over in Eastern Europe, in, in uh, Romania and Hungary and Ukraine. So, yeah, a host of different trips that are going on at this point in time. I know there is a hearing, there's a field hearing going on today in Wisconsin on the VA uh, all part of the effort by the Congress to try to squeeze some more answers out of the VA about some of their work. There's been questions up at a few facilities up there in the Badger State about whether or not the VA has really cracked down on bad internal behavior. Got it. Now, uh, the members of Congress, and some of them are off doing, like you said, they're taking a real sabbatical or they're resting, they're spending time in the district and this sort of thing. Uh, but then you still have, what about staff? Are most of them gone also? No, it's quite time here. I mean, I'm sure some people, it's a Easter break. They take the this week off and next week, so the halls are not as busy as usual. Uh, the president's going to be traveling. One note about his travel this week that I found interesting, they announced that, uh, let's see, today he's up in Boston for the dedication of this new Kennedy Institute on the Senate. And then Thursday he's going to Louisville, Kentucky, to do uh, an economic speech. And then uh, evidently uh, on Friday, Friday, he's going to Utah, which is notable because Utah is one of two states that the president has not visited during his time in office. So he will uh, knock off Utah this Friday for another economic speech. And then that leaves him with only one state, Herman, that the president has not visited during his time in office. And that would be, drumroll please, South Dakota. South Dakota. So I'm sure at some point in time he'll get there. The president went to South Carolina a few weeks ago, which was also a state he hadn't been to since he was inaugurated. So he's on the road this week doing a fundraiser, in fact, later today in Massachusetts and then going to Louisville on Thursday and then Utah on Friday. Now Utah gets to see what traffic tie-up is in all of the other 40 what is it, 47 states? Or yeah, I, I wonder. I haven't seen the schedule out of the White House, but going to Utah on a... On a on Good Friday before the long Easter weekend, oh, I wonder goody. if if Air Force One is staying out there or going somewhere else for an Easter weekend. We'll have to see. Now, with the Iranian negotiations going on and with the time ticking, uh, the deadline is t midnight tonight. Correct. 
Uh, well, I think it's midnight Tuesday night, Tuesday the end, night. end of the month, uh, but it, maybe I'm wrong on that. Regardless, yeah, a lot of people around here still wondering whether or not there's going to be any kind of deal or maybe just a, a sort of uh, handshake on something, and then we work out the details later. That, that's something that uh, people are wondering about at this time. And, you know, uh, there was even the report last week that the Iranians really didn't want anything that was written down. They just sort of wanted to handshake and then work out the details later. So it's not even clear, even if there's the announcement of something, whether or not it's really going to be hammered out and finalized. You know, there was a leak over the weekend that the Iranians did not want to agree to having their nuclear fuel taken out of the country. Now, that, of course, uh, caused a lot of Republicans uh, to furrow their eyebrows and wonder, uh, being you know a bit worried about what the Iranians would want to do with that fuel and whether or not they should be allowed to keep some of it in the country. You know, this is it just has all the sort of markings of uh, a lot more controversy over what exactly is going on, obviously. Absolutely. Now, the, the White House saying today, this from Air Force One on the way up to Boston, that the president has been briefed regularly and frequently and is providing guidance as necessary. On that New York Times story about the Iranians backtracking on that agreement to send nuclear material out, the White House saying some of the details in that story were not correct. They didn't exactly get into the details on that. Uh, the president uh, uh, has, uh, let's see, the quote here, the president's made clear he's not going to take a bad deal. It's going to be up to the Iranians to make some tough decisions. And uh, quoting here, those decisions are going to go down to the wire. That's from the White House just a few minutes ago. Well, we will stay tuned. But even though Congress is out, uh, is the administration still planning to ignore the United States Congress, to your knowledge? Well, I, I don't think they ever plan to get the Congress involved because this isn't what they characterize as a treaty. So in that sense... I'm not sure that they were ever, ever looking to agree to something that would then be sent to the Congress for its approval. Now, uh, the Republicans have made it very clear that they're ready, almost no matter what kind of deal is struck, if they think it's a bad deal, to bring up a bill that would toughen the uh, economic sanctions on the Iranians. You know, that's got a decent amount of bipartisan support, but the problem is, in a vacuum, it's got bipartisan support. If it's something that the administration feels would be uh, counterproductive, as we've seen in recent months, then uh, Democrats have held their own and stood against that. But maybe after the Easter break, we'll see how things change with any prospective deal, what the details are, if there are details that need to be filled in. But I, I do expect Republicans to move ahead with some kind of legislation on the issue of sanctions. Email gate. Hillary has now had all of them erased from her server. Yeah, uh, tomorrow was the deadline for her to turn over that email server that she used while she was Secretary of State, you know, instead of using the government email address. And she says, her people say, well, she turned over all the emails dealing with the business of her work, and then she got rid of the ones that were personal in nature. Well, of course... How can you tell that other than you just have to take her at her word? And obviously a lot of, re a lot of Republicans do not want to take her at her word on that. But uh, the, the, the Clinton lawyer told the, the, the Benghazi committee late Friday that, look, those, uh, those have been wiped 
off the server. It's been reset so that every 60 days they get cycled off. Now, if you had an expert, I'm sure you could grab that piece of equipment and go back in there and reconstruct some of that stuff. But at this point in time, it doesn't look like Congress or any third party is going to get their hands on that server, and they're just going to have to wait for whatever gets uh, sent to them by the State Department from all these different items that uh, Hillary Clinton and her team sent to the the State Department. So I I guess that'll be one of those things that just sort of happens. I, I don't Again, I don't see a legal recourse for the Congress to be able to get something like that because it is her property, not the government's property, though some would argue it had government information on it. And I'm not sure where they go forward on this, other than they'll have a hearing at some point in time with her to haul her in to ask her questions both about Benghazi, the attacks, and about her email situation. Couldn't they force her turning over that service so they could have some experts go in? I, I mean, don't think they ca- they have yeah. the ability because, again, it, it's, it wasn't held by the government. It's not like they're subpoenaing the State Department for information right, right. or something like that. Personal. And you've seen how hard it is just for this Congress to get information out of the administration that's theirs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone somebody else's. So I, it doesn't seem to me, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but it doesn't seem to me that that legal ability is there for the Congress to do that. But you never know. I, I wouldn't put it past the Republicans to even have a vote on something like that just to showcase their displeasure. You know, this whole thing about they've been erased, look, even on my iPad, if I delete something, well, it goes to There's a, evidence still there. Th- yeah. The evidence is still there. It goes to trash, and I don't know where it goes. If I'd have to go into the trash uh, site in order to delete the ones that have been deleted, and uh, yeah, they could, they could reconstruct it if they really needed to. If they needed to, the problem is getting their hands on it. You got it. Well, thanks, Jamie. See you tomorrow, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. Coming up, rapid fire at 877-310-2100.